And y'all don't know oh, what oh, I went man. through. Do you have a car in your hands right now? <laughs> Nike Talk was that place that spiraled what you enjoy now. Anyone who brought a, a Kobe shoe in, I would clean it for free. Man, my was better than a lot of people in the league. I got I saw the, my favorite jerseys, that one, the Barkley, Kobe Fours. Episode 41. This is the Danden and RJ Machismo podcast. This is Danden. Uh, my homie RJ Machismo will not be here, not be in tonight. But tonight we got a very special guest, uh, a, an international guest hailing from Toronto, Canada. He is uh, John Ratner, also known as Sneaker Dads. How are you doing tonight? Good, good. Thanks for having me. Should be fun. Yeah, so first and foremost, um, you know, John has a podcast called Sneaker Dads, and I'm a dad, and, you know, I'm sure there's a lot of dad listeners that we have, like, all over the, the world. Uh, just want to say thanks for representing us, man. Like, you know how it is when you're balancing, you know, being a husband, a father, you know, it's, it's difficult, like, and then, you know, you still have that passion for sneakers. Yeah, you know, it's a community, and... um I don't want to exclude the moms. I've had some moms on the podcast and lots of moms on the on the Instagram page. So, you know, it's a community for parents and and friends and uncles and, um, you know, not even parents and stuff for for other people. I I, I, I want to welcome everyone into it. So uh, but definitely a little bit of that focus on what you're talking about, for sure. Awesome. All right. Well, thank you so much, um, you know, for coming on. So just a little icebreaker. Would you, John, uh, tell us more about tell us more about yourself? So as you mentioned, I'm from Toronto. I'm a parent of two. I got a 13-year-old girl, a nine-year-old boy, uh, um, a supportive wife. Most of the time, we might get into that in terms of sneaker sneaker habits. Uh, I talk about that a lot on my podcast. But my wife's a frontline worker, like uh, um, like we talk about it being in the in a co-host in the medical field. So uh, big shouts to her for that. I've been sort of holding the fort down at home. I'm a journalist by trade, so I write financial news and. Um, big baller play lots of ball my son plays a lot of ball and uh big raptors fan and uh you know been been pretty serious collector for a while we'll talk about that too i'm sure but uh yeah that's uh me in a nutshell yeah i mean i, I see your drape with the you know the toronto blue jays hat <laughs> you know at least you guys you know canada is very one thing about canada because I've, I've i went to canada several times you know during my younger years uh, having family in mississauga you guys are first and foremost a sports, I would say a sports country, uh, because, you know, when you guys had the Blue Jays and especially when you guys had the Raptors in 95, you guys were just all about it. So, and, you know, cars like, you know, Maple Leaves, it's that's a different, you know, <laughs> can of worms uh, waiting for that big moment to happen. But, you know, hey, you guys, ha you just recently won the NBA championship with the Raptors, which, you know, that's a really big deal. Yeah, and you know we have a very multicultural city here in Toronto, and Canada as a whole is very multicultural. And you know hockey's been around for a long time, and I think when the Raptors came to the city in '95, like you mentioned, it, it gave people who, you know, maybe their families, maybe they weren't first generation, maybe they're second generation, but it gave them something. I think, and I don't want to speak for everyone, I don't want to generalize, but you know, a lot of people, um, you know, basketball is more of a global game. 
than uh, than hockey. So it gave them something to attach to the city and to be proud of. So you know, you go to a Raptors game, you you see the representation of the city, and it's nice. And and uh, you know, not everyone even knows about hoops, but it's a place where um, everyone comes together. And it was nice to get a ring. And uh, you know, we had two 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 seasons in the in a bubble. So I'm going to put an asterisk on both of those seasons, and I'm going to say we're defending champs. So I hope everyone hey. likes that. <laughs> hey, it's all right. I mean, like I said, you have that gold. You have that gold. You know. You know. Um, you have that Larry O'Brien Trophy at Air Canada Center, and then you can't take that away. You know. Um, you, I mean, we can talk just, you know, uh, talking off topic. Uh, you guys were like the very first like like fans watching outside the stadium with that Jurassic Park. And then yeah, you know, a lot of a lot of like, you know, cities caught on. But, you know, even in the cold, you guys were watching and, you know, it's like zero, you know, you guys use Celsius, right? Celsius, like, you know, sub zero temperature and you guys <laughs> are still watching. It's insane. Like the the loyalty is just unmatched compared to like any like NBA city. You guys are like hardcore. Yeah, and like I said, you know, hockey may be the national sport. I actually don't think it is. I think it might be lacrosse. I, I should know, but um, you know, hockey may be what you associate Canada with. But like I said, you know, Raptors and basketball, everyone embraced it and people are outside probably people have never even been to a raptors game we're out there just to be there and uh yeah the team hasn't been in town all you know they didn't come back last year they didn't allow any traveling team so we were the only team last year that was stuck we were stuck in um tampa yeah. so it's going to be different for us in october it's going to be bringing back the champs i mean i guess they were they were they were here from October to March of that two years ago mm -hmm. but we really haven't had that full season of being the champs the year after so the, the city's ready yeah yeah and you know like I said it's it's well deserved even though Kawhi was just there for one season you know he did you know promise that he was <laughs> going to deliver it which he did but you know it, that's it's it. still that's another topic for another day but you know we're, <laughs> yeah. we're primarily you know the want to talk about sneakers which is what the, the you know main main thing is so um what what you go what got you into sneakers uh, uh John I have to credit my brother. I've told the story before, but um, when um, we have to take it back to about um, 87, 88, he's a few years older than me. So me being in my uh, early 40s still, um, he was, he had his first job Oops, sorry. at McDonald's. He had his first job at McDonald's and he, um, he, picked up a pair I don't know if he picked them up at the same time or not but pretty quickly he had a pair of uh true blue threes and black cement fours he was uh he was into rap music he was into hip-hop he was into um you know urban culture clothes um he knew what was going on let's just say that and uh you know in the community that we grew up some people did know what was going on but at that time, we didn't live downtown Toronto. We lived kind of in the outskirts of downtown, um, uh, not outskirts of downtown, but you know, not people didn't really know unless you were paying attention. And he introduced me to music and sneakers and movies and Spike Lee movies and you know stuff like that, Public Enemy, uh, all that stuff. An older brother teaching me the ways. Uh, I didn't have a pair. I didn't get any heat back then. My parents got me AirTech Challenge Two Hot Lavas 
can't complain. That's a pretty good pair to pick up for, for, for when you don't have a job. So I, I wasn't suffering. I didn't get a lot of shoes over the years. That was the only notable one. I remember, you know, I had plenty of kind of bootleg sneakers. My mom would buy me at cheap stores and stuff like that. But that was the pair kind of, I think it was sort of the consolation for me when I didn't get, when my brother got his pairs, but I remember he got those. And over the years, um, and you know, I just followed his lead. Older brother, four years older, taught me about music. And, and as that sort of evolved, I discovered things on my own, discovered, uh, you know, various, you know, mostly I would say rap music and uh, hip hop culture taught me, you know, uh, the, uh, the ways of, you know, urban fashion, if you want to call it like that, whether it was in junior high, you know, um, whether it was polka dot shirts back in the day or Air Jordans or, um, you know, cross colors, we were rocking, like all sorts of stuff. Um, that's where it started. And um, it didn't really get serious until I was an adult. I guess I had that sort of gap when I was a teenager and, and student where I had no money. And uh, I always look through pictures and I could never find myself wearing anything good. So I definitely didn't focus on it when I didn't have any money. But uh, when, I when I got my first job <clears throat> as an adult, um, I started picking up, slowly picking up sneakers, but it wasn't until, um, you know, probably around 2006 that I started collecting, collecting. I remember it was a trip to New York with my then girlfriend, now wife, uh, saw, saw some, um, Jordan fours in New York for cheap. Uh, they didn't go for much back then and, uh, brought them home and I cared about them for the first time I cared about a sneaker and that's sort of where it started. And since then, it's sort of uh, grown and grown and grown and spiraled. And and I've said this too, as as a dad, I, f I find like, I think there's a combination of wanting to be your own person, I think. And, you know, you have a family and you're in this unit. Um, so you, you want to show that maybe you're an individual. So you want individual style. Not that, That's a theory someone, another one of my guests said, and I, I kind of jumped on it and kind of believe it. But it was also when you have a kid, you stop going out, you stop partying as much, you stop mm -hmm. spending money on things that, you know, might just disappear and just end up in a, as a headache the next morning. Because yeah. <laughs> uh, you already have a headache because you didn't sleep the night that night because you have a baby probably. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, started hunting on eBay and doing things like that. So I think that played a role in my, my sort of collecting, getting, getting serious. Nice. So like you were saying, like how far, um, how many years apart are, was you and your brother? Like you guys are three and a half, four years, almost like my kids. So like when you're, I'm assuming like your parents bought you and your brother's shoes. So when I'm just, and then I'm assuming your, your brother had the cooler pairs. So did your brother like hand you down like the pairs that no longer fit him when you guys were kids? So my parents actually didn't buy us anything good. And that's why my brother I don't know if he got the job at McDonald's because he wanted Air Jordans. Um, I have a feeling he did. I have a feeling he he got that job specifically for those shoes mm -hmm. because he was serious. He he was into it. He was into, you know, I remember we we got WGN here in Canada. There wasn't a lot of basketball on TV, but we did get WGN. So we got um, we got Bulls games. Yeah. Like a lot of people, for some reason, that channel was available to uh, a lot of cities. And uh, he watched and I watched because he was my bigger brother and we watched the Spike Lee commercials and he, you know, he, 
he led me to believe that this was cool this mattered this was something this was part of the culture you should be paying attention this is important this is this is dope and um but my parents didn't buy us anything like i said i don't know how i got those air tech challenges maybe i had some birthday money lying around i don't yeah. remember i should ask them they probably wouldn't remember <laughs> at all they'd be like what are you talking about they're not they're not that type of parents yeah. but um so my brother didn't i don't remember him having any other shoes of note i mean after we had we had um flight 89s and things like that and basketball shoes it was mostly sort of you know like good good to good range basketball shoes but nothing I don't even remember Jordan's uh in my brother's collection after um because you know he was soon in high school and you know he, he had those Jordans we I still look for them um and I handed he handed them down to me those two OGs the threes and the fours but it wasn't like we had a bunch of shoes mm -hmm. um those were the only shoes I know and I look in pictures I see I see things like Rod Lavers. I see like New Balance 574s. I see K-Swiss. And I see lots of kind of just like knockoff Converse, you know, mm -hmm. Chuck Taylors and stuff like that. So really, we weren't sneaker kids. It was just that, those three pairs almost uh, that were of note because, um, and, and then basketball shoes. We both played basketball growing up. So we had Nike basketball shoes, but um, it was sort of like whatever was on the shelf yeah yeah because i guess you know i i guess we, we were in that uh era where like for me for example like i've i i would i would get like one cool pair of, of sneakers per every year and that would be my everyday shoe so that'll be my school shoe that'll be my basketball shoe that'll be my going out shoe basically until like you know i get birthday money or like you know christmas or holiday money then you know get another pair because i guess for us like we didn't have that um that variety or you know we, we weren't we didn't have that um that privilege hey, like i had like two or three pairs it's, just, it's like you only had that one specific pair back in the day and you know it's like come to think of it it's like you actually appreciate it more because you have like memory oh i remember i played basketball in the snow or you know i remember like i went to the you know to the amusement park with these so you know it has more more memories come you know if, if you think about like for me i have more memories with wearing one pair of shoes compared to like now it's like yeah multiple and then you just <laughs> you know how that is yeah and now that i come to think about i had i had pumps i don't know when when the d brown kind of pump era was it could have been way later i, 90, I have no like 90 91 yeah so yeah. that would have been i guess junior high so i had those mm -hmm. so now it's ringing some bells yeah uh but i probably played ball on those like i played i played ball um uh, for my school so i guess my parents would buy me would buy me a reasonable reasonable pair for that but it was never it was never that serious i, I remember it was clothes to be honest i was way more into clothes i was more way more into jerseys I always wanted to, I, I played hockey as a kid and we'd go down to the States and I probably could have been buying sneakers the whole time, but all I wanted to go get was champion jerseys. We'd hit those champion outlets that I don't think exist anywhere now, mm -hmm. but they would have, you know, you'd get a jersey and it would be, you, you'd want the one without the factory defect, but half the time you'd settle for the factory defect. It would have, it would have, you know, Larry Johnson's number on the front and then Johnson on the back, but no number or like Robert, I remember I had a Robert Parrish, yeah. but he spelled his name with two R's and I, was like, I didn't care. 
it was it was first of all it was legit even though i didn't i wore bootleg things back then if that's all i could get Mm -hmm. but it was like this is a this is a champion nba jersey and i can't even get this stuff in can i'm sure i could somewhere but it's like getting it for 12 bucks at an outlet it was the greatest thing and you know we'd get cross colors at outlets we'd get we'd get these you know you probably remember get like a pair of jeans i forget what they what the brand was but it'd be like half leather and it'd be half denim and it'd be like all this crazy (laughs) stuff and we just looked like you know like hooligans and it was amazing we loved it and it was and and again you know we'd go downtown and see what the culture was down there but we were a little bit separated especially when we were young too young to you know have a car and have a lot of money we'd just be like okay we're going to the arcade downtown where your freshest stuff and then you know the truth is try not to get rolled because in the major city you, you have to watch out you're wearing your like michigan like nice big michigan hat with the with the with the huge font it's like someone's gonna grab that from you so it was almost like you had to tone it down when you went outside of your own neighborhood so that was a factor too it was kind wow. of like just keeping an eye on it it's big city even back then it was big city like i don't know what it's like now i don't want to know but uh <laughs> uh for for kids roaming the streets but um i remember that back then it, for me it was, it was way more about clothes that's awesome so like growing up i mean you said that you had wgn what was like your fondest memories? Because I'm I'm assuming you you were a fan of the Chicago Bulls and Michael yeah. Jordan, Scottie Pippen. What was your memories like watching TV? And can you like recall like Jordan? You know, like his sneakers that he was wearing during that time. I I got to tell you, I can't remember the sneakers. What I remember is the commercials. Okay. I remember Bo Jackson commercials. I remember Spike Lee commercials. I remember those 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 are etched in my mind you know big games sure i remember watching we watched the finals we watched um the bulls get their my god his first ring we, we watched all that yeah. i i uh, it was a long time ago yeah. so maybe that's a factor i remember the last shot much more vividly because <laughs> it was a yeah. lot later in his yeah. career i remember where i was um and i remember the, i remember all that but um you know i don't remember the shoes but i remember the commercials because we were waiting for the commercials mm-hmm. whether it was all-star game or whether it was um just a regular game and that was my brother's influence we were waiting for the commercials um because they were they were almost as entertaining in a different way mm-hmm. as the game he was doing magical things on the court but the commercials were like nothing you've ever seen nike was doing you know it was I, I i know it wasn't the beginning but it seemed like it was the beginning of their marketing sort of revolution um in that era not just a, not just the spike lee and jordan stuff but the bo jackson and the McEnroe and all that stuff um air tech challenge um um air sorry air 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 trainers and those tennis kind of hybrid bo jackson Medicine type balls. of shoes yeah. and yeah those ones were those ones were notable for me too. I, I think I had a pair. I, I can't find any evidence. Yeah. I feel like my brother or I had a pair, but again, I can't even remember. Again, footwear wasn't wasn't um other than my brother getting those and me getting the air tech challenges. It's funny, I look at these these photos and I go through the photo albums and it's like we weren't that family where it was like showing off the showing off the shoes and the pictures they're all yeah. cut off yeah. or they're blurry and i was like what am i wearing i just want to see am yeah. i wearing air am i wearing bad. trainer ones like did i have chlorophylls but that's some history is um 
yeah is lost forever i will never know know, yeah i mean like i said you you have though you have you and your brother and your 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 family have those memories you know it may it might be jaded you know in your mind (laughs) but at least in your heart like you knew you wore them you know at some point yeah i mean it is what it is being uh you know whatever it is shaped shaped you know uh, my my love for it now whatever it was whether it was seeing it on tv or having it or whatever and then a lot of the you know a lot of guests and friends i know have you know it was like grade four started collecting never missed a never missed a retro never missed a release have have them all like some people are like that um i never i never had the money and uh, the parent my parents never did it for me and and i didn't have the the serious passion yeah. Uh, back then yeah, i mean it's all right like i said you know as a kid you have those like memories right that's all you can just cherish and you know you'll always remember them no matter what even no matter even if you explain to other people you know you just have to say yeah you know I, maybe some point i did wear them i can't recall my feet was <laughs> cut off at pictures it was blurry like you were saying <laughs> yeah i don't know but i make my son uh watch those spike lee commercials now i still think they're pretty cool ah. the bo jackson ones i got i got like a little bo jackson uh, original poster and i said you want to put this up in your room he's like he just cleaned out his room of all this kind of stuff that i influenced him for yeah and yeah. he's like eh, you know what dad you can have that one i'm like okay i'll take it i got a space <laughs> for it i got my man cave even better i like that answer <laughs> it's gonna come back to me anyway yeah yeah exactly one, one day he'll want my when he's size 11 he'll say dad can i get those chlorophyll trainer ones and i'll say oh yeah now you want them eh? now <laughs> you want the poster too he'll be like okay <laughs> all right there you go that's music to the ears all right so next question for you uh, john so um yeah i see you have a lot of sneakers in the background in a lot of you know sports memorabilia um show us like your top favorite sneakers that you own so let's say like a top five yeah this is always tough but i you know i've done this before so i i uh i think i could do it okay. um for me usually the number one goes back to the air max Ooh. i like the blue this is the 09 version. I don't love the newer ones. I'm crazy about the toe dance. So I'll go back to this one. One day it's going to uh, need a soul swap. But uh, but uh, yeah, Air Max 1 has to be there for me. And uh, if, if it's not blue, it's red. But for me, I go uh, I go blue. Okay. Uh, this one sort of have to throw it in because it's a quintessential dad shoe for me, at least. It's a five seven seven. This one doesn't have laces because uh, it's my double. Uh, it's a five <laughs> seven seven. Uh, I think this is the ANN the anniversary. Okay. Just like a straight up wear any day, any time. But the five seven seven, the shape is beautiful. This is a uh, this is made in the UK, so the leather's great. And uh, yeah, you know, I mix it up. I have a lot of brands. I have uh, Asics, Diodora, Saucony, uh, lots of Jordans. Um, so I uh, have to have to show that. Um, this, this, um, I shouldn't have actually pulled this one out, but it's more fun to show off an 85. Um, I actually like the 94 slash 95. Wow. Uh, better than this for some reason, but this one's cooler because it's 85. So I'll show off this one, but the Jordan one, Chicago, just for nostalgia purposes. And, um, I feel like you can wear this anytime. I love the black toe. I've actually sold a lot of my Jordan ones. Wow. Uh, just kind of feel like you know better to have the ogs and um 
I so don't need do, all do the colorways. Do you still wear them, John? Do you still wear the 85s? Oh, yeah, yeah. So I have about uh, one, two, three, four, five, six pairs of 85s. They're all wearable. Wow. I, I got them all. Um, I got them all before the hype, obviously, because now you can't buy these. Right. I, I think not that I would look down upon anyone who bought them, but I think it's a little bit wild to be buying them it now. Then they is. probably won't ever go down, to be honest. No. It's probably, this is probably it. Like, if you want a pair, it's probably now is a better time to buy them than it will be in a couple yeah. of years because it is what it is. I mean, I think a lot of sneakers are going to go down in the next few years, but Jordan ones from '85 probably not. But I do like the I do like the '95s a little bit better. Just something about them, the '94 uh, '95s. Depending on who you are, you will call them a different year. But uh, but the um, um, the Chicago's, I just uh, wow something about them. Um, I didn't pull them out because they're buried. I'm sorry. Nope. My other favorite Jordan, my other favorite Jordan, you know what? I love white cement 88s. I love um, black cements. I have a pair of uh, another. I like these ones a lot. I'm going to break the rule and go one extra. But, you know, these are the 94s again. Like, I like wow. the old ones. I get them, I get them soul swapped. And, um, again, these are probably out of price range now. But uh, I, I just got lucky. I, I got into old... I guess I got into the quality of older shoes quite a while back. Oh, not way back, but like, mm -hmm. you know, before even Jordans took off and Dunks took off. So I have like, I got lucky. I got a, I got a nice handful of old Jordans um, and older Dunks that um, that just you can't really. Um, and I've sold some of them because I thought they were overpriced. But the one I love is the Shadow 09. And for anyone who knows that pair, it's got the Jumpman on the back. Yes. But it's got the crazy suede. It does. And um, I love the shadows. That probably is more wearable for me than the Chicago's. I have to show the Chicago's because they're special to me. But um, the shadows 09 are are definitely out there those. for me. Yeah, though th that's that's just a pair that is still sort of slept on. I think you can still get it for reasonably, you know, you can't get a 2013 shadow for any reasonable price. You definitely can't get a 2016 for a reasonable price. Uh, but the 09s you could still get in there. They're better quality. Um, um, and then uh, last but not least, kind of like another dad shoe, but like the most hyped dad shoe and the most hype Whoa. of anyone's shoe. Yeah, these ones are special to me and I need to wear Mars. them more. You know my philosophy, if anyone follows a page, actually on the podcast I have, when I don't interview a dad or a mom, I do wear everything. And it's, I ask people, do you wear everything and i have a page actually called wear everything where the whole philosophy is just wear your shoes and everyone says that in another way or not my hashtag you wear everything so this one i need to work on with the wear everything it's very hard to wear the shoe um wow. and it's funny my son has pairs but they never made them they made the kid little kitty ones and they made the adult yeah they never made them in the in-between pairs so I've said this on my podcast. I'm not not ashamed to say I've got my son. Uh, what will we call them? We'll call them. Uh, I think Two J's Kicks called them novelty pairs <laughs> or something <laughs> like that. I forget yeah. what the. I always forget what he called it, but he he used a good term <laughs> because you know, as, as any sneaker dad or sneaker mom knows, and and not just sneaker dads and sneaker moms. There's like this market for hype sneakers mm -hmm. that for kids that they don't make in in kids sizes so right. it would be like um 
like a Travis one. I don't think they made those new ones in kid sizes, did they? I don't think. No, they did. So like guys will make them, and some people will make them in bootleg factories, but some people will make it a little bit more high quality. So I found these Mars yards for kids, and they were they didn't look exactly the same, but the quality was unbelievable. And if anyone's ever worn a Mars yard, they're super comfy. They're easy to slip on. They are what they they are what they they advertise they're durable they're comfy you can beat them up they still look good so my son fell i got him one pair i said he was little then he was maybe a size three y i said try these or two y actually even smaller i, I kept them all i'll show you i have a bag yeah, yeah. and they're because he's it's been his number one shoe after all the jordans i wear i buy him after all uh, all the nice shoes i buy him he likes these bootleg mars yards the most not because i have them because they slip on they got the pull tab yeah they're 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 not flashy doesn't want them to be flashy they're mm. and they're durable and uh and now he's too big now if i bought him a bootleg mart yard it would be i would consider it a real bootleg mars yard because it would yeah. be in a real size because he's getting yeah. up there so i can't buy it anymore because i don't i don't i don't buy fakes but you know psychologically it's like okay if you can't get it in his size if nike doesn't make it in his size well then Make up I'm, it's okay yeah, yeah. <laughs> but like, it doesn't make any sense it falls on him, not it's, on it's, you, a, right? it's, a, it's a justification it falls yeah. on nike like nike make it for yeah. him yeah. yeah i'm gonna really pay a thousand dollars for kids you know no but um uh, but they're amazing i i, I, I if anyone checks my um feed I, i'm no i'm not shy posting that pair of his so um anyway that's the last one i have to have to put it on there i gave up a lot of shoes for um for that one and a shout out actually net magnetism that was his personal pair he's Whoa. uh he he's uh he is not that size so they were a little too big for him so we worked out a deal and uh here they are sitting waiting to be worn before the rain that, and the snow comes so i gotta bust them out that is insane so a couple questions um we, we want to rewind it back to the the og pairs that you have uh, and, you know, this is for our listeners because, you know, you've been in the game for quite some time, John. Uh, what's the difference between wearing an original pair and, and a retro pair? Well, personally, I think some of the retro pairs are quite comfortable. The newer, the newer Jordan 1s, for example, I think are com much more comfy. Let's leave aside whatever they're doing with the comfort pairs and new ones. Just a regular OG1 high um comfort the leather is soft the um you know there's something to be said for a midsole and and tooling that's not 35 years old like let's get real some of these some of these uh jordan ones are quite hard uh crunchy i'm lucky these ones aren't um you know they're they're old and they're made with harder leather now you know the 85 highs that they released the first one was the reverse spreads i think yeah. um in and then they did the pack with the um with the um what was the one they did the pack with the airship yeah thank you they did the white and reds mm -hmm. those ones i would love one day and then the neutral grays the first actual og colorway in the 85s which i which i love if you put that in your hand beside another one, you'll notice right away the leather is different and it's harder. And some people complained about the leather being too hard on those uh, 85 highs, the, mm -hmm. the new 85s. 
um, the the uh, the neutral grace, for example. Um, but as someone who actually likes the 2013 Jordan ones, uh, the shadows, the breads, the royals, all those, I actually like those better than the more recent retro. The tumbled, you know, those tumbled softer leathers, the sort of shattered backboard leather. It's a it's a matter of personal preference. But uh, first of all, the originals don't have tumbled leather, right? The originals never had tumbled that tumbled leather, so it shouldn't it shouldn't be like that if you're trying to stick to the OG, which I am. But what drives me the most crazy, uh, and it happens with a lot of shoes, it happens with Dunks, it happens with Air Maxes, is the toe box. And I said this with these shoes, with, with the Air Max ones, the toe box gets dented, so it's almost too soft for me. Mm. It's 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 it doesn't have the the structure that I like. Um, more comfortable for sure the newer ones, but totally different aging experience. When you look at the shoe, I mean, it has been pretty worn. Um, the creasing is nowhere like I knew. I remember when I had shattered backwards. I had three pairs at one point. They weren't hype when they came out. I remember they dropped at outlets or they were in Vegas. I remember there was like a ton of pairs in in, in groups. And then I got, I got a few pairs and I wore mine. And number one, when I got rain on it, it was like, what happened to these shoes? Like something happened to the shoe when rain hit it. But it was also the creasing just did something to me. It just scared the hell out of me. So yeah. um, now that's me. Again, people love OG highs, the new ones. They're soft, they're comfortable. I can't hate on them. But that's from my personal perspective. That's why I like even third 2013s. I don't happen to have any 2013s anymore because... Oh, I have I have the black toes, but um, I like the way they crease better. I like the way um, they look better. They are less comfortable, I have to admit. So, and I think the same goes for um, for a lot of the other older retros. Thinner padding. The threes have thinner padding uh, mm -hmm. from '94, um, but um, but that's the trade-off, right? They look different. They have a different shape. They have a different angle. Um, you know. I'm not going on long hikes with them anyway. No. You know? I'm driving my kids to school. Yeah. Or I'm going to a concert, maybe uh going to a bar. I could I can handle a little bit of uh a little bit of lack of padding. Yeah. I mean, like I said, those like those are amazing that those 85 ones that you have. Uh, I had a guest, um he had he bought a pair of 85s and his the he said the padding wasn't uh or was it? Yeah, it wasn't um, deteriorating yet, but you can hear a little bit. I'm not sure if that was the the, the word, but I know yeah. that's like the number the number one thing about like owning an 85 pair, making sure the padding is not uh, like scrunched up with the with the. Yeah, I mean, you don't. It can be. You obviously don't want it to be. Usually, it's in the collar. Okay. It means what will eventually happen is it'll, you know lose sort of its structure it'll be maybe more floppy mm -hmm. so if you you want the padding to be firm right and in the collar um and soft uh, um the other thing that can happen it's never happened to me um but air units can bottom out um yeah. apparently you can feel that i don't know if i would feel it they feel um i'm not that comfortable yeah in the first place compared to a lot of the other shoes more modern shoes but the other thing that can happen is apparently um, midsoles, uh, outsoles can get so hard they can sort of crack, okay. and and it'll be kind of like, yeah, just crack, like split. 
Um, right, right. I fortunately haven't had that. People talk a lot about climate and, mm-hmm. you know, obviously you're supposed to sh- uh, store your shoes in a, in a dry place and, yeah. and slightly cool. But I think there's like a balance of moisture you want. You don't want them to completely dry out either, right? So yeah. I think a lot of it's luck where shoes are stored you know sometimes you see someone get gets a shoe and, and one shoe is one color and one shoe is the other because it's been wrapped and it's been on display yeah, and it's yeah. like what do you do <laughs> it's like you're gonna put the other one in the sun so a lot of those factors beyond your control um unless you've had them since 85 um yeah. you know just lucky who you buy them from and, and play close attention to but uh, yeah those are the things to check for you want to check for the crunchy collars you want to check for the the sole uh not cracking and uh, if there's a way to check for an air unit, I, I, I wouldn't know what it is other than maybe pull it, pull, pull the, uh, pull the footbed out and stuff. Wow. I don't, okay. I don't know about that's that. That's amazing. <laughs> I mean, just, just for you to own an OG pair. I mean, that's, that's, that's props. Well, I'll tell you, I'll tell you a good story because I had a pair of dead stock OG Chicago's. This is actually my second pair. And um, um, I was in Vegas about, it's probably about five summers ago now. It might be four, but at least that long ago. And I went to Urban Necessities. Everyone knows Urban Necessities. It was in their old location. Mm-hmm. And I was looking for a pair of Cream Ultra Boost. That was the era. So yeah. it was a while ago. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I was looking on their website. Oh, Cream Ultra. And, and they didn't. I, I showed up. They had my pair. I showed up. It was gone. So someone bought it in between the time when I, when I checked the night before or whatever. And my I was there with another couple. My wife and I were actually renewing our vows. I, it was like 10 years, but it really was 11 years. Mm-hmm. And um, and we were renewing our vows. We did like a drive-through, like a Elvis. We did the whole thing. And then we were hanging out at the pool one day. And I was like, I got to do my sneaker time for myself. This is a vacation. And every sneakerhead needs that sneaker time to go check out the shop. So I, I went to 12 a.m. run. I think Nas, I, I, I haven't heard from that shop in a while, but it's like Nas's shop. I did a couple stops, but I had to go to Urban Necessities. So um, no Ultra Boost. I was like, damn. And I played the machines. They were the innovators of the of the, of the key, key masters. So the key I played master, key master right? for probably like an hour. Oh my I was gosh. just hanging out. I was yeah. just having fun. I didn't think I was going to pick up anything. I started browsing the shelves and dunks. They had a bunch of dunks and I found a pair of skunks and I said, Damn, skunks. Wow. And they were a couple hundred bucks. They weren't much. I said, okay, I'll get the skunks. Why not? I came here for ultra boost. They were cheaper than what the ultra boost would have been. Wow. Good, good condition skunk <laughs> dunks. I still have them. I actually sold them. Net magnetism raffled them to a friend who, 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 um, who, who won them and it was buying a house and had to sell them back and i got them in another raffle that's another story that's insane <laughs> so i sold them and i got them so i can never sell them again and then i looked i had this like tiny case you know urban necessities heat locker you know heat case now is 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 huge it was this tiny like like kind of like one of these like you know ikea shelves with like right. with glass like maybe like eight pairs behind it and they had a pair of chicago ones like looked at them no box dead stock Deadstock 85 Chicago ones, like, like that's a grail. If anything's yeah. a grail, it's a Deadstock 85 to me. If anyone ever asked what my grail was, that's what it was. And um, it was a lot of money, but it was it was only 1200 That's a lot. That's a ton of money. But luckily, that weekend in Vegas, the couple I was with did not gamble. I was ready to gamble. And anyone who goes to Vegas, you always hopefully have like a 
gambling budget. My gambling budget was not 1200 It was less than that. Mm-hmm. I saw it as kind of those once-in-a-lifetime things. I got the skunks, too. I didn't put down the skunks. It was an expensive trip to Urban Necessities, but it was an amazing trip. Like, both of them were, even at that point, five years ago, 1200 for Deadstock Jordan, Jordan 1 Chicago was a steal for me. I, I, I knew it was a steal. But there was no market for them back then. No one cared. No one was, I mean, people did, but I didn't. And it wasn't mainstream to hunt for that stuff. It was nowhere like vintage. wasn't like it was now. So I sold them a couple years ago for way more, except for now, if I would have kept them, they would have been worth even way, way more than I, like I, like I tripled my money yeah. and now I would have like got 20 times my money. Now those are worth like 30 grand or 20, who knows? Mm -hmm. But uh, yeah, that's the story of the Chicago's, but. Yeah, I mean, you know, (laughs) just just like like what Fat Joe said, right? Yesterday's price is not today's price. That's absolutely right. Your your story is like the prime example of like, buy something, you know, buy a grill that you've been wanting all your, you know, all, all your lifetime. And then you know sold it you know made made a couple of couple you know like a nice little chunk of change now you look back you know last dance and the hype of jordan ones it it, it just quadrupled you know even a hundred times more than what you bought them for you just like shake your head you know but i always tell people like it's it's the memories that you have with the sneaker right like it's what you did you know it's what where you wore them what you did in them and then you know when it's time to time to let them go it's time to let them go and that's why I sold them because I wasn't wearing them. I had this other pair and I was looking at them as an investment and I don't like to do that anymore. And that's kind of where the wear everything philosophy came from. It's kind of like my son influenced me on that. Uh, I've told this story too. Yeah, I had a pair of Heineken, wore it on my 40th birthday, didn't wear them again. And then he said, dad, you got to wear those Heinekens or you got to sell them. And I got them from NetMag and, uh, and he said, you got you to gotta sell them. Uh, and I wore them to pick them up from school one day and it started raining and I panicked. Oh. No, no, they didn't get ruined, but I, oh, I was yeah, like, yeah. I'm taking these off. He's like, yeah, Dad, yeah. they're shoes. And it was my little, you know, he was probably six years old back then, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, he was six years old. And he was teaching me a lesson about wearing my shoes. And I said, you know what? These shoes are causing me more stress than fun. So I got rid of them. And that's why I got rid of the, the Jordan 1s. Because I was worried about the paint chipping off. I was worried about touching them. I didn't want to show them to anyone. I, I didn't want to, you know, I was worried about yeah. them getting stolen or yeah. all these things. And it weren't giving me any joy. I had a pair that I wear now comfortably. Yeah. I could beat them. I, I don't mind. I don't plan to sell them. And I actually sold them to a store in Toronto, uh, OD Toronto, and uh, have some friends there. And they put them on display right at the front of the store. It was cool. And then my son and I, before Raptor game, we went to check them out. We look at them. He's like, Dad, those are your shoes. I'm like, yeah, they're my shoes. I'm still not wearing them. He's like, yeah, and you got the money, right? I'm like, yeah. So it was kind of <laughs> like, you know, like you say, the stories. I don't need I don't need them and yeah it would be nice to have them in the mu- in a museum I don't have a museum it, yeah. some people may look at this like it's a museum but I don't want to think of it like that no it's just like you know I mean like you're saying it's a man cave right just of your belongings and your your son adores it and you know eventually when he grows to your size like he wants you know wants to wear a couple of pairs here and there kind of like my my son too like he's only six so I said, like, can can I have your shoes when I get older? <laughs> oh, absolutely, it's all yours, you know. Yeah. If it's still wearable, then yeah, why not? Why not? 
Yeah, we might not be wearing as many. Exactly. <laughs> might do another like, soul swap on another <laughs> three or something. Awesome, yeah. awesome. All right. So um more about sneakers, uh, John. Um, so with with the Canadian uh, sneaker culture, especially in Toronto, uh, explain to us what the sneaker culture like is in Canada. You know, I don't think it's at this point it's that different from the U.S. However, you know, I live in Toronto, major city, very always been very influenced by by American culture. Uh, that being said, you know, so the things we want are very much the same. Um, we don't have sneakers app, we have sneakers website. Uh, so it's the same, you know, we share supply with Europe. So, you know, we're kind of a little bit on the outskirts of what you guys get. We don't get all the drops. Toronto has a lot of good boutiques, a lot of uh, tier zero, tier one. So we have no shortage here. And obviously things have changed during COVID, you know, a lot of it's online now, a lot of, you know, you can kind of, and it's been evolving over the years that you can buy from, any site anywhere in the world now. Um, so I think the globalization of, of, of commerce is, is coming together in terms of sneakers too. And, 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 and that's inevitable, but um, we do have, and I like to think it's still going strong more. Of, I don't want to say more, but a tight knit community. Um, there's probably fewer sneaker heads um, in in Canada per capita than there is in the U.S. Um, that's just me guessing on my experience, but I'm sure it's catch we're catching up on average. Um, or maybe it's just the fact that it feels like we know each other and we're close with each other and we talk and community. But at the same time, you know, I have tons of friends in the U.S. You know, um, who who are who are part of the community um, who are friends that I know in Canada and things like that and, and, uh, and, and so on. Um, so I, I think maybe it used to be, it used to be very niche and tight knit and, uh, and, you know, 15 years ago, um, when I was getting serious, it was very small. It felt very small and that you could know, you could know everyone in your city and know everyone. I still feel like that now, like we, we know who's who and, and, um, we welcome people in, but I, I wouldn't imagine it's too different from a city that's in similar size. I think of like Houston or Chicago. I mean, similar sizes to Toronto, probably a little different in terms of, um, in, in terms of the community. And I think probably because people have been doing it longer there, maybe right. that's why, you know, we talked about some sneaker shops in Toronto that have been around for ages and people have been doing it. Um, certainly a lot of people have been doing it for a lot longer than me but um but i think in the states um sneaker culture has been um been bigger and stronger longer um maybe that's why maybe i'm not giving canada toronto enough credit i certainly want to give the ogs and the old people who've been around and know the history and, and a lot of them have been on my podcast i have a lot of toronto and canadian sneaker sneaker connoisseurs who, who know a lot about the history local history but i think it's just a function of it being smaller and um to some degree we like to think we're polite and inclusive. I don't know if we're that different. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Canadians are just polite, period. You know, like, pardon and thank you. <laughs> I, never, you I know, never heard someone say, like, pardon so many times. There, 
I, I don't I don't want to be negative, but there's still the same, you know, jealousy and things like it, it, it's there. I mean, you know, um, people people support each other. I'm in a lot of chats and things like that where people look out for each other. But I think that happens everywhere. I think, you know, people talk negatively about the sneaker culture in a lot of ways, whether it's looking down on kids who are hypebeasts and or, or, or you know, pe- reselling and, and culture like that. I don't have a problem with any of it as long as people are people are nice to each other and, and don't look down on each other and do do bad things to each other and realize they're just sneakers. It's kind of simple to me that way. It's kind of, you know, it's just being a good person. You don't really have to. It's not any more complicated than that. It's like anything else you're going to do in life. Are you, are you going to are you going to look out for your your neighbor's kid if you see them in the park? Uh, are, are you going to are you going to look out for someone who who puts their bag down in in line and and you know um someone their car is getting a ticket or something and mm-hmm. and they're gonna you're gonna camp out and they leave their backpack there and someone like you could look out for the yeah you could look out for the person you know might not know them but it's being a good person so i i think that's what it comes down to and, and maybe again that's why canadians get credit for being being different in this new culture but uh, you know the more people I meet from around not just in the US but around the globe you know and and again it's the globalization of sneakers that's doing it I think we're all the same yeah I, I agree I mean we're all like I said no in all walks of life right like gender creed you know set, you know everything you know wherever you are who or who you are we all have that same passion we're just sneakers Everybody has a story. Everybody has a common interest. Everybody has an opinion, um, and I think that's that's always important for us. Even you know, as an like us being elder statesmen of of what we're of what we like uh, as a passion, compared to someone that's you know into sneakers, like you know reselling and bots and that, those kind of things. So I think you know, like I said, it's all different now. It's more of a generation thing, but you know, people tend to forget, Hey, like, you know, remember like why you like these shoes to begin with. Right. Like I, I, I won't, I won't hold it against someone who's born in 2002 and they never seen Michael Jordan play, you know, it's like, it's unfair for them. Um, just like for us, like we never saw like, well, Chamberlain play or like Bill Russell play, you know, doesn't make me like any different versus like someone that's like younger. So, you know, I, I try to be, a, you know, Try to think about it you know that in a positive you know mindset because you know like who am i to t- say because i was once their age too you know i was once a youngin like didn't know much and i had like you know friends or elder like friends that taught me like hey this is this is this is this this is that okay and then you just have to like respect and embrace the the culture absolutely you know um i'm in this um battle it's a in kicks we trust they have a podcast and you know i want to say that's why we do podcasts I, I, i'm not speaking for you but i i know you know to to share these positive experiences and, and some of it's some of it's you know i don't like this damn like you know <laughs> but and I, I i get bothered like everyone else i i see things and or people doing things to each other that, that i don't like and i'll speak out or 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 message people but i don't i try not to get too serious about it especially if it's just about sneakers but i was in in kicks we trusted they're doing a, they're doing a contest and and they had they had you're supposed to take a pick at the grocery store 
So I, I did actually was wearing the Jordan ones and, and they said, it doesn't matter the pick. It just matters the sneakers. So I go for the, I go for the throat. I take the 85 Chicago's out. I put down my basket and I, I put the, put the phone on the shelf. I, I put the timer on, you know, we've all been there, maybe not at the grocery store, but somewhere. And, uh, and I did it. And the lady down the aisles looking at me, and I'm just like, Oh, this is for the contest this is for the $150 gift card for any grocery store I want. Not really about that, but yeah. uh, I take the pick and they put me up against a pair of um, who's actually another sneaker dad. So he's not a young guy. It's not like he's a young hypies. He picked out uh, for obvious reasons, the Ben and Jerry dunks. Um, and so they put is like, and, and I think they did intentionally. Right. I, I don't think yeah. it was like, it was like old versus new. And a friend of mine, shout laced heat. He said, he said, John, I can't believe you're losing. I was losing by a couple of votes today john i can't believe you're losing what's wrong with the game i was like nothing's wrong with the game that's what people people like and yeah. he's like it must be young they must be mm -hmm. young people i said i don't think they're young people i'm sure there are young people and then he said something and it kind of it kind of made us both think he said i guess if you were born in 2000 you'd be 21 now <laughs> and i was like yeah like that's all you have to say like yeah. he didn't say anything specific about the shoes everyone likes mm -hmm. the ben and jerry's dunks you don't have to be 40 you don't have to be 20 you don't do 16 but he just made that statement about like age that like 21 yeah 2000 like 2000 doesn't feel like yeah you know it feels like a different so anyway yeah i mean like i said we we both are definitely on the same page with like certain things uh you know, like I said, there's just embrace the 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 current situation. There's can't if you just ditch and grind, you know, whine about it. It's like, you know, you're sitting in traffic, right? Like perfect analogy. You're sitting in traffic, you get road rage. What's the point of road of having road rage? You're all everyone's going to the same place. Everybody's going home. You know, that's not gonna get you out of traffic. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. If you're just gonna keep hating, 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 what does that make you? You know, does it make you a better person or a bad person? Or are you looking for attention? You know, I mean, we should always try to like remind ourselves, hey, like, let's take a step back. Just that's who they, that's what they like. And then just keep it moving pretty much. Yeah, I want to be in the game. I, I love it. I, you know, I don't know if I'll be in, in 20 more years, but, you know, <laughs> there's so much I get out of it. I love the community aspect. I still love, love buying sneakers. I still love copying sneakers. I'm trying to sell more than I buy now. But, you know, um, there's so much I, I love and I get out of it doing things like yeah. this, doing my podcast and, and running running the page and my own page. It's fun. And, uh, you know, whether getting my kids involved with it or not, or my mm -hmm. wife even, sometimes my wife will send me a pic and she'll be like, is this good? And I'll be like usually it's like totally out of context or out of focus <laughs> i'm just like we could work on it honey but you know it makes warms go. my heart exactly <laughs> it makes exactly. me it makes me proud it might be yeah. a terrible picture but i'm i'm loving that she's <laughs> doing it e for effort right yeah <laughs> awesome for sure all right so next question for you john um so you know relating to family uh what's the feeling like and you're you know you briefly touched about it What's the, what's your what's that feeling like to buy your child? Uh, you know, you have a thirteen year old, a nine year old, buying your, uh, a pair of sneakers that 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 you own or owned before. So as I mentioned, actually I didn't mention, but you know, my thirteen year old girl doesn't love sneakers. She'll let me buy for her. She'll pick out what she wants. She doesn't have a lot, um, and my son has a few more. So my son son plays ball, and his feet are growing really quick. So. I kind of have to, and he, and he beats him up way more than my daughter. He's rough on them. So I have to buy him more. Mm -hmm. 
they still don't really have the urge to pick out pairs. And because we've been at home for the last year and a half, we haven't been shopping at malls, you know, it feeds my, and same with buying my wife's shoes, it feeds my addiction. When, when I'm not copying for myself, I can buy them a pair. My son needs a new pair of hoop shoes. He's been fortunate enough to play hoops throughout the pandemic. So I've been able to buy him hoop shoes. So, um, but in terms of a pair I own, you know, he had the, he had the black cement fours. Um, my daughter had uh, bread 11s. Um, you know, I want them to understand what it all means and watch the Spike Lee commercials. They don't care. I mean, I told you I wanted to watch the commercials more than the games at some points. Mm-hmm. My, my son will sit and watch the commercials. He knows how important Michael Jordan is. My, my daughter likes the Raptors. She'll go to a game. She'll wear her jersey. She'll make sure she rocks her shoes then. She'll make sure she wears her Jordan 11. She's wearing them now. And sometimes she'll do it. I think she's doing it for me. Uh, I think she's doing it for me. But um, one story that relates to this um very recently the jordan 36 came out and there's a canadian wnba player um who's who's quite successful her name's kia nurse uh she plays on um phoenix mercury mm-hmm. and um they did a shoe she got a shoe she got a 36 and i can't think of another canadian that got a jordan I'm trying to think no i can't think of anyone ever and man, man, I mean, there's lots of Canadian uh, male male ballers in the NBA now. Don't think any of them got a Jordan. She got a Jordan, and it was red and white. Canada represent. They were doing some global game kind of thing, and she and, and they gave her a shoe. And I showed it to my son right away. I was like, "Damn, this is a Canadian." Like, I kind of wanted to rep, uh, but I'm trying not to buy shoes. So uh, I definitely don't need a 36. I have. Kobe nines. I have 34s. I have, I really like 29s. I'm looking at them right now. I have these dead stock pairs. I haven't played ball in a year and a half. I need to get to those before I get a pair of 36s. So again, like I said, buy my son a pair, justify it. He's going to wear it more than me. I showed it to him. I said, you know who Kia Nurse is? He was like, yeah, I know who Kia Nurse is. It's like, these are Jordans. She's Canadian. He was like, oh, yeah. I kind of showed a little bit of interest. And I said, well, you know, you have ball shoes for this size and this size. And he said, okay, well, why don't you just get me a size up and I'll wear them next year? I said, okay. That was all he was interested in. It was like, yeah, my dad's buying me shoes. Sure. I like them. They're Canadian. He was into it. He was a little distracted as he usually is when I'm talking sneakers with him. He's not giving me his full attention. He's kind of giving me kind of polite, okay, dad, yeah, yeah, yeah. But this was for him, so he paid attention. She showed up like a week later. Um, I just posted on my feed the other day, and I made a decision to, uh, let's just say, elaborate and maybe um, stretch his interest. So I posted on my feed, and, and I apologize to Kia Nurse, uh, more so than I apologize to Jumpman. I, I'm not going to apologize to Jumpman, but I'll apologize to Kia Nurse. I tagged Jumpman and Kia Nurse in my stories. And I said, my son begged me for these because <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to give props. You know, it's more yeah. exciting for, it, it's more cool for your son to say, dad, get me these. They're the first Canadian. And, and that's kind of what I wanted him to do. Mm-hmm. but he didn't he just said yeah get them for me yeah that's cool kia nurse yeah, yeah, yeah they're yeah. canadian i know who she is get me my size i'll hoop in those for sure 
uh, that's even more interest than he showed, but he showed a little bit of interest. And then, of course, she reposts it because I do this thing about my son, of course. And it's like a good story. Like, not like she cares. Not like it's like a big deal. It's not like it went viral. But she reposted, hey, that's dope or something like that. And I showed him. And he's like, Dad, I didn't say. I, I wasn't bugging out about them. I wasn't hyped. I didn't beg you for those. <laughs> I was like, that's not the point, son. Yeah. Kianner's Kian reposted. She's basically shouting you out. And all he could say was like, Dad, that's, you, you didn't tell the truth. That's not what happened. I was like, oh. that's basically what happened. So that's a good summer of where I am with my nine-year-old boy. You know, when he was little, he got hyped. He was hyped in it. Now he's, now he's getting to the point where he's almost ready to take over. And it'll be like, you know what, son? Here's your shoe budget. Kind of like we were talking about before where there was no shoe budget. Because a lot of us didn't have sneakerhead dads and moms. Most of us didn't. I don't. I don't actually know anyone who did. Maybe one or two people who are on my mm -hmm. podcast told me about stories about their their dads and moms buying them high sneakers. So we're living in a different era, and that's one of the reasons why sneaker dads exist. Because there's all these people like us who love buying sneakers for their kids and love taking pictures of sneakers for their kids. But at one point, your kids are going to say, "Dad, you know what? He's off a bit." I don't care about sneakers. I want to play Roblox. I want to play Switch. You know what? Fine. Get me the shoes. Just be quiet about it. And that's basically what he said to me today. And he is going to like the shoes when he wears them next season or whatever. And he still loves his 34s. He just he just won't give me the, the credit. And he'll make some videos for, with me now. But, uh, but he's just not. I think he's fatigued. I think having me around and doing all this sneaker stuff and recording podcasts. Hey, Callan, you want to hear my new intro beat? Hey, honey, make my wife listen to it. Oh, you know, they're just all like, you know what? We don't like sneakers as much as you, dad. We've been doing this to be nice to you. But just, but just you know what? It's enough for now. Just give us a break. That's what I'm feeling. <laughs> and I, you know i gotta give them a break <laughs> i don't feel bad i'm doing yeah. my thing yeah. if they don't want to be part of, i mean they want to be part of it but just not as much as i want them to be <laughs> yeah i think it's it's nice because they're they're very supportive right like i said like every every they father are. every sneaker dad every sneaker mom even your, your significant other your spouse your wife your husband you know even though they don't they're not they don't have the same passion uh, as you do at least they understand that hey like this is like this is what he likes what this is what she likes i have to respect it because this is the person it comes with it comes with the territory you know like For sure you know um this is what you know you embrace it you love watching uh you know uh spike lee commercials but you know even before watching chicago bull games you like uh you know nike ads and you like the technology and you like the nostalgia. I mean, I'm a big nostalgia guy too. I'm a big '90s like you know Nike basketball. You know, like yeah. him. Uh, I think those are important things for us. That you know, we also for us being as as fathers, like we want to share those experiences with our with our family. But you know, sometimes they can be receptive. Sometimes we can't. So uh, that's why, like for like my kid too, like you know. He, he, you know, like, for example, like when we go out here, it says, oh, are we going to match? Are we going to match today? Because like I've always every ever since um, he was born, I said, you know what? When we get older and he gets old, old enough, I'm going to match everything that I don't care what people say. It's just that as long as he likes it, 
you know, we're just going to keep doing it. So, you know, I was, I, you know, we have matching shoes. Like I, I bought sneakers before he was born. You know, I've had him, he's good till 16 years old, you know, and people think I'm crazy, <laughs> but you know, it's just like, you have that, you have that mindset, right? Like when he gets to that certain age, I don't have to pay out of pocket. He already has a sneaker like waiting. I mean, you know, sneaker may deteriorate because of the, the, <laughs> the age and the model that comes with the territory. But I, you know, like for us, we just have to continue to support and, you know, encourage, um, you know, not, not being forceful is the most important thing too, because the last thing that you want to hear like that, I don't like wearing sneakers anymore. Just give me Crocs, you know, like, yeah. Totally. And that's what I tell people. You can't push them. And and I, I should give them more credit, you know, because at the same time we were playing hoops out later, later to that, that story was fresh in my head and it was more of a funny story, but you know, he was wearing shoes. He was like, dad, take some pics. And I was like, okay. And he was just talking about pics of him shooting hoops. But I was like, he was like, did you get the Jersey? And I was like, Oh, okay. Like, you know, <laughs> so he's into it. And like yeah. my daughter will roll her eyes at me. But like I said, my wife will take the pick once in a while and my daughter will roll the eyes at me. But like she, she's done that too. Like the other day we were at an appointment and she was wearing, it was like, uh, it was like sports day camp. So she was wearing her Kyle Lowry Jersey and she was like, dad, do it. And he, she turned around and she put the Jersey. I was like, do you want to wear my hat? And she put on her hat and my hat. And like, she, she's, and she was wearing a Jordan, and she was into it. So it, it, it's not, it, it's, uh, you know, I get the feeling sometimes like I'm overdoing it and, and I know it's because I am, but you know, it's funny. I forgot to mention that, that Kia nurse story. When my son, he plays Roblox and he plays whatever Tony Hawk now on, on, on switch. But today, for the first time in months, he wanted to play 2K. And he said, we're going to be WNBA, dad. And I was like, yeah, like, whatever. It's a video game and it's it's, it's a sneaker. It's a Jordan yeah. 36. But it, it, it resonated with him. And like, that's all you can ask for is yeah. that, you know, something that you tell them or something that you think is important. Exactly. They listen. They don't have yeah. to care like you do. Of course, of course. And and you shouldn't care, you know, you shouldn't take it to heart no matter, you know, it's, oh, it's okay or, you know, I don't need to know everything about the sneaker because you know everything and you can just tell me and can you just buy it for me because it makes you happy. You know, I, I don't want to come to that point, but, you know, if I say, oh, we're going to buy this, okay. Like, he's very, my son is just, like, very receptive. Like, he doesn't say, I don't like it, it's ugly because he knows, I think at his because he's a, as a six-year-old, I think he knows that dad knows what's what what what's best for me kind of thing, and yeah. you know that's what that's it's a parent thing, right? We know we want what's best for our children. Yeah, I'm my kids are just getting older, and they're starting to have their own tastes, and you know, uh, I could sense, I could sense, like even my nieces and uh, a couple of my nieces, I was like, get these dunks, you know, someone those dunk highs that dropped recently for women, I was like, I someone offered them to me you don't want them like i wore a pair for a birthday she was like she's like no i'm only wearing air force one whites and i understand that trend i understand it you know for a 13 year old girl that would be it and then there was like a crazy adidas sale and i was like don't you think you should have a pair of superstars she's like i'm not wearing adidas uncle and i was like okay I get it. <laughs> <laughs> like i'll come back to you in yeah. another year there you go come <laughs> back to me if you want like ultra boost you know <laughs> Yeah, uh, to, to, to say no Adidas, it's fine. She's had that phase in her life. It won't yeah. last forever. Awesome. Uh, some people are like that, but... Uh, yeah, I mean, it's okay. uh, she, she She's not like that because of, like, people like us who yeah. are just Nike only. She, she's like that because she thinks it's it's the right thing to do mm -hmm. in time. Right. Definitely. Hey, that, that's Thanks for sharing that, um, John. So, uh, 
follow-up question with that. What is the best part of being a father and a longtime sneaker collector? You know, I, I got on this a little bit. I did make some content with my son and, I, and another credit piece of credit I have to give it. He was on the podcast both once he interviewed a friend of mine's son or they went back and forth for a few minutes on the podcast. And then I had my son on the podcast once just um, just one on one, he and I. And it, it was a pretty hilarious. Um, it was for my birthday. It was a pretty hilarious thing because he started telling me about what cars I could have bought instead of my sneakers. And he's like dad you should cut your collection down in half and and it was it was quite funny i also had my wife on which people love that episode more than anything but um not to plug my podcast any more than i already have but um making the content with them um mostly my son my my daughter i've done a couple times but she's not as 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 into it but um it, that is really um, the most fun part. And it's not only sneaker content. We He has a YouTube channel that he's kind of let slide, but we have a lot of fun doing it. And I do it because I think it's an important skill to have, you know, when all this time at home um, over the last year and a half, being a dad, a stay-at-home dad, I realized how important technology is, you know, not just Zoom. They have all these um, tools online that I'm sure they're using in class too, that quite frankly, sometimes, and, and again, I'm, I'm in my early 40s, I, I should know some of this stuff, but some of it was beyond me. And my son was showing me about all this technology stuff. And I want him to be able to use technology. It doesn't have to be making YouTube videos, but I think it's a, a good skill to have. So working together collaboratively on these, on these things was a great time. But in addition to doing things with my kids, you know, I wouldn't do be doing sneaker dads, the page or the podcast if I wasn't a dad. Um, so all the people I've met, um, everyone who's come on the podcast shared their stories. I mean, some of these people have never been on podcasts and they're like, John, I don't know what to do. Uh, I don't think I'm going to be good. And, you know, uh, and uh, you know, you know how it is. You have to put people at ease and you have to send them questions maybe or or ease them into it and um, they're not always they're no they're not always the most comfortable um i've been lucky i've had i've had people who, who are into it a couple times we had to go back and record a couple more extra minutes because people you know but most of the time it's been really good people have been really welcoming like i said it's a community it's like any other community maybe there's a ultra boost community maybe there's yeah, a there you know sb dunk community sneaker dads i mean it existed before i i i don't know if i could even say i popularized the hashtag but um i, I probably can't say that but you know claim the page at least um you know there were sneaker dads and there'll be sneaker dads after 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 i'm not doing this anymore um so it's nice to just have a have somewhere where people can come together and like i said it's not only sneaker dads people have tons of other stories to tell and and um you know not just because I'm a journalist, but it helps. I love hearing people tell their stories and getting them to, uh, I love telling my own stories as you could tell today, but I love uh, getting getting the stories out of people. And, um, you know, I, I think that's, you know, we talk about what the good and the bad of the community. You know, you listen to someone on a podcast, whether it's it's you guys talking to, uh, to Air Magnos or, or someone else, um, or, um, you know, the guys on the sneak disc, um, giving their opinions on sneakers and, 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 you know, uh, saying it's the trash or, or fire. I mean, 
everyone's doing their own thing and as long as it's they have a passion for it and are are contributing um and, and not hurting anyone it's great i mean people say there's too many sneaker podcasts it's hard to keep up yeah it's hard to keep up and you can't listen to every single one every day but I mean, that's a luxury to have too many sneaker podcasts. That's not, I mean, you remember back in the day and we were, we would be dying for these YouTube videos and, and they would come out once a month and it'd be like, I want to see this guy's collection or I want to see, uh, I want to see um, um, whatever Don Drew show. He was on my podcast. I can't, I can't believe I forget what his show was called um, um, with um Anyway, uh, it's getting late, but um, you know, we, we'd, we'd want this content. Now we have too much content. So it's like, we're complaining, like we have too much sneaker content. That's a tough, that, that's, a, that's not a, a bad problem to have. Yeah, I, I think people take it too seriously too. Like, hey, like, I don't like this. Like everyone's like the same thing. And you know, like we were talking before the podcast, like, uh, you know, we're here to hear people's stories. That's why, ours is very unique in our own different way. We all have the same passion. You know, that's the number one thing that we all have in common is the love for sneakers, right? But everybody has their own way of asking questions and having a format and a presentation and, you know, these type of things. Um, and, you know, like, it's good to have variety. Sometimes you don't, you don't feel like listening to the same podcast. Maybe you want to listen to a new one or you want to dabble into something else like you know yeah. maybe something with like how, how you know creating sneakers or you know restoring for example um you know there's so many things that you can dabble with with sneakers and it doesn't have to be the same one i mean it's cool because like you know if it if it if it interests and passion you know if you have a great like support for it of course you'll support you know the you know your the, the, the subscriptions no matter what like yours for example like you know i look forward you know not because like you're my guest, but I know you, you know, we provide great content. Like I, I look forward because like, hey, I'm a sneaker dad, man. Like I totally can relate to everything that you guys are talking about, especially when you have like a sneaker parent, you know, not just dads in general. I, I, I've been, I would say, hey, man, I've, I've been there, man. I know how it feels to like, you know, you're watching your kid and you're trying to get like a sneaker, uh, you know, at. 10 o'clock in the morning eastern time and trying to get the drop and you just want to make sure like you know you're you're trying trying to do the other things you know we've all been there you know uh, i think that's the that's the common thing that we all have like we are here to hey like that's that's kind of funny because i used to do the same thing that you're doing so it's good that sneaker sneaker dad is a great outlet for us to you know escape and also to just share these these great stories because like you know, these are all great things that we're talking about. Cause one day, like our kids will be like, Hey, like my dad has like 40 episodes talking about sneakers and I'm just listening to him now. And like, I can't believe like he's into this kind of stuff, you know, maybe one day, like our kids will like dabble into that stuff, but you know, I'm not going to force them. Uh, the, then from, you know, the, the podcast, hopefully it'll still be around, you know, <laughs> as long as we can yeah. continue to do it. I mean, that's, that's, that's my goal is just to create it like you know, our own legacy uh, as far as like yeah. our, our branding and what we're all about. I mean, those are important, like for me and, you know, for yourself as well. 
yeah my son my son don't, won't listen to the podcast but he he wants to be on he wants to be he wants me to find more kids so I'll, I'll say it on your podcast anyone whose kids want to talk sneakers for 10 minutes with my son on sneaker dads come on because my son's dying to do it he loved it so much yeah. he doesn't like hearing me talk about it but he likes he likes to talk about yeah, it hey. he, he will talk about sneakers yeah. then he'll talk about sneakers he doesn't want to talk to me about it in the yeah. living room you know what? he, he um, wants to talk to other kids it could be a whole podcast itself i'm not ready to produce it <laughs> an hour of kids talking yeah. about sneakers one day someone will do that yeah so there, there's this one um there's this one sneaker collector uh based from uh washington dc I'm sure you, you know this is not Abdul. You know Abdul, right? Yeah, he was on the podcast. Yeah, yeah. So like, I know he was one of your guests, and um, I, he showcases two daughters, and yeah, I I have a great, I have a ball. Like every time, like I see content, like when his daughters are just talking about sneakers, and then the they're way great. It's edited, they're yeah, his editing is yeah, very amusing. He's a funny guy and uh, had some good insights on the podcast. But his daughters are good. His daughters. You could tell they they're into it, and yeah. and I'm sure he has to convince them a little exactly. bit and twist their arms, yeah. but they're having fun. And uh, you know, when it doesn't become fun with the kids, don't make them do it. Don't even make them take a picture. No, right? I mean, no, I don't want to be I've that. I've had parent. that. Yeah, no. no. And, and then and then like your partner is going to be your wife or your girlfriend is going to be yeah. like, what kind of what are you doing? Like, yeah. and then it all falls apart. And then <laughs> and then there's no more sneakers, and then it's all you got to keep yeah. everyone on board, keep everyone yeah. happy. That's, see, that's that's the that's the see like for me as a dad right that's that's the that's the crucial balance right of uh maintaining work life and then personal yeah. life and then passion you know passion with sneakers and then your yeah. family time and then you know time with your with your wife and your child and your job i mean sure. we're, we're doing a, a juggling act every day every single minute every single hour that's important that's why like like time management, like I've learned, you know, through trial and error, that's very important that you need to have that, you know, while you're doing, while they're sleeping, you know, you can do your thing and, you know, and when they wake up, you know, you're on their time now. So <laughs> I've learned that the hard way. I can't, you know, do the things that I used to do when I was single or had a go girlfriend or no kids. It's different. And you, you can, you know, I'm sure, you know, parents can relate to that. Yeah, and I, I, you know, I, I tell, you know, having having kids my that age of my kids, it's like, okay, it's time to put the screens away, guys. It's time to do something else. And then I'm there sitting on my screen and I'm scrolling through Instagram or looking for sneakers or looking for hats. And I got my laptop up and I'm supposed to be working. You know, I'm supposed to be work. And my son just cruises by, looks over my shoulder. He's like, Dad, what are you doing? Like, why is that up there? And he calls me out and I appreciate it because, uh, I'm trying to set an example. I'm trying to tell him what to do with this time. Yeah, yeah. Or in the car, like I get an alert and God forbid, I'm like trying to cop something. He's like, dad, what are you doing? Like you're driving me. He's like, he, he calls me out now, not because I'm on my phone. But he doesn't want me to crash. Yeah. He knows that it's unsafe. When I was little, when he was little, it was like, dad, why are you on your phone? Or dad, yeah. can I see what you're looking at? Or dad, now it's like, dad, you're going to crash the car. Stop. And it's like, yeah, son, thank you. You're a good influence. And he's a good influence. And my daughter, too, on me, um, on me to just, you know, put it away. You, you don't need to be on Instagram right now. Yeah. I mean, you know, or, or, or looking for sneakers. Um, so in the last year and a half, this pandemic has, uh, I think, taught everyone a few things. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, like I said, it's, it's, it's just, 
embracing the moment, right? Just enjoying every day and every time like you're surrounded with sneakers and it makes you happy, it makes you feel a certain way. It's, it's nice. It's nice to just have that outside outlet, you know, outside of work, outside of like what's going on in the current, you know, what's going on. So, all right. So last question for you, John, I appreciate uh, the time here. Uh, no so what advice can you give to the newly and upcoming like dads? Well, other than not pushing your kids too much into it, um, the big advice is don't buy too much. Um, number one, kids grow way quicker than you think they do. So you talked about buying for your son and getting some. Now, there's the factor of, yeah, are the shoes going to fall apart? He's six. If you're buying size 11, we're looking 10 years probably. Mm -hmm. Um if you bought them two years ago, that's too early. That's too soon. <laughs> they might yeah. fall apart. Now, most people don't buy adult shoes no, no, for no. their six-year-old <laughs> kids. But some people do. Uh -huh. uh, some people will say, oh, I'm doubling up. And I actually do this. Uh, my, son's, my son's catching up to me quick, so I can justify it. They'll say, you know what? Why my son, you know, if I don't need them, I said, oh, well, of course, my son's going to be interested in Jordan 1 Lowe's for sure. Like, how do I know that? <laughs> like, yeah. there's zero guarantee he's going to yeah. want a pair of neutral, neutral uh, gray Jordan 1 Lowe's. Zero guarantee yet. Yet I can justify having two pairs uh, because of that. So, but in general, just don't buy your kids too many shoes. They're going to grow out of them. Uh, don't spend too much on them because they're going to beat them up. I know people like the pictures and looking hype and, uh, and fine. If you want to buy your kids expensive clothes, I know lots of people do that. I bought my kids stuff before. I, I like them to look good. Um, they don't care. They're going to beat no, it up. They don't. They're going to spill shit on it. They're going to, yep. uh, they're, they're going to do all that. Mm -hmm. um, but most importantly, don't, don't assume they're not going to grow out of it too quickly. Um, don't get caught up. Um, I've been trying to not buy, buy sneakers this summer, particularly I've been trying to do a no cop summer. And then I see a pair for my wife or I see a pair for the kids mm -hmm. and it's part of my rule not to buy them. And, and I've been, I've been good luckily, but even in other times when I've been trying not to buy, buy, uh, buy pairs, um, I'll buy for them because it gives you, it scratches that same itch, right? Yeah, it does. It, 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 like you, you, you can buy, it, it gives you the satisfaction. Sometimes you can't get that dunk. You can't get the, get the Brazil dunk in an adult size, Well, you can get it in a kid's size. So you can't get the Alma Moniers in, in your size, but you can get them in a kid's size. Mm -hmm. And your kid doesn't want Alma Monier threes. They, they don't know what that is. No. You want them. Yeah, and remember, yeah. remember who you're buying them for. And remember if they're practical. You know, my son's nine. He's fine tying his shoes. He ties his ball shoes. When he runs out of the house or is in school, they make him change shoes. The last thing he wants is a Jordan 1 high or something that he has to lace up mm -hmm. and sit there while his friends are running outside. He wants a cheap slip-on. He wants to, mm -hmm. he wants, I got him Harachis for 40 bucks because he doesn't have to unlace them. Yeah keep that in mind practicality and also for a parent right you're sitting by the door anyone knows how tough it is to get your kids out the door or in the car those transitions uh, disaster if you're sitting there and your wife's looking at you like you're really lacing up these jordan ones while we're late for this family function 
And you're like, yeah, we got to take this pick. We got to take this fit pick. It's a family picnic, honey. Like, there's a reason why we're wearing these George ones. So that kind of balance mm-hmm. between like, all right, well, throw the Harachis on, bring the Jordan ones in the car, and then sit in the back seat with your kids while they're watching this, watching whatever, or listening to music, or yeah. eating a snack. Then put the. I mean, you got to have strategy. You got to be strategic. Don't don't let them, don't let them think that it's your priority, even if it is. <laughs> right? Yeah. If the priority is getting that fit pick at the family barbecue, just don't don't tell your wife that. Just, just make it, do it. Yeah, just, just do it. it. Feel organic, right? Yeah. yeah. Do it smoothly. Do it quickly. Be smart about it. And if your kid's screaming because it can't, you can't squeeze the Jordan one on, and it's like the family's causing stress about it. It's not worth it. Put the Vans on. Put the Crocs on. Just do whatever. It's not worth it. It's uh, it's never supposed to be. You know, like we said, it's never supposed to be not fun. Mm-hmm. So, um, but but the big one I think is the budgeting and then not spending the money and realize that if you're buying your kids a pair of shoes, you're doing it probably for yourself. So it counts. It counts it in your, count. in your column. Count. Yeah. For sure. Same with the wife. Say, yeah. If you say like, Oh, it's a, it's a good price. That's why I bought it for you. It's like in, in a way it's like, that's, that's me wearing <laughs> them, but it's in your size kind of thing, you know? Same thing we do. Uh, we do that for ourselves, right? It's like, Oh yeah, it was on sale. Yeah. Spring sale, fall sale, whatever. Yeah. I got a good price. Yeah, last size. This is the last size. Like, you know, am I gonna say no and walk away? It's not. It's not. And it's gonna be gone the next day. I do that so often. So you get like the last size, and it's mm-hmm. usually pretty small. So it'd be like a last size five, and it's like seventy percent off. I was like, yeah, my son will wear this exactly, and it goes in the closet. And that kind of shoe is usually the one he wears once or twice. Yeah, or he doesn't wear it at all, and it gets mm-hmm. given away or gets sold or something that just didn't need to didn't need to spend that 40 bucks or that 70 bucks or whatever so yeah a little bit of discipline and uh you know it goes a long way because it sets the example for the kids you know we talk about this as sneaker dads a lot um sets an example right you're spending money boxes are coming in the door gone through this a lot my kids are like where's my box like why why am i not getting toys like you're getting boxes every day dad like and it's not that's not what's coming out of their mouths it's not like they're that entitled but we talked about being entitled but it's like yeah well, what dad what why do you need all these shoes mm-hmm. it's like i asked for something you're telling me i have to learn the value of money well <laughs> what's up yeah it's, it's just not a good example sometimes mm-hmm. i mean we do what we do we work hard should have hobbies should have passions nothing wrong with that just yeah. be responsible and uh I said a good example. It's tough, but uh, but um, you know, as long as you you keep your head on and remind the kids, it's I think I think it's still doable. <laughs> yeah. Hey, you know th- those are great, you know, advice words of advice that you shared, John. So, wow, that's that's, that's a lot, lot of knowledge and a lot of sneaker um, stories that you've shared. Um, Thank you so much uh, for coming on. So if you want to uh, plug in your, your podcast, uh, tell us more about it for the, for the, you know, new listeners that we'll have on. Sure. So um, just aired episode 50, about two parts. Podcast is Sneaker Dads. The page is Sneaker Dads. Mostly just post, um, you know, people's pictures with their kids and things like that. Podcast going strong starting year two in a couple of weeks we'll have some guests already ready to go took a little bit of time off 
So everyone, please check it out. I, I can't thank you enough for having me on. It was a lot of fun. Love hearing your perspective. Uh, I have to hit you up to have you on. Hey, that, uh, so great. this season, year two, um, we could do that. Um, but uh, so everyone keep an eye out for that, but still keeping it strong every week. And um, so, yeah, everyone, you know, not, I, I want to emphasize it's not only for dads. I've had a lot of guests on who uh, have nothing to talk about uh, parenting, nothing to do with dads, but even when the dads talk um, and moms talk, it's, it's not, it's like this. It's not, it's not all about kids and, and buying baby shoes and things like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, my personal page or my personal sneaker page is heads ain't ready. If people want to see, uh, see my sneakers and, um, and uh, stuff like that. Awesome. All right. Thank you so much, John, uh, for, Thank you. you know, for coming on. Uh, it's been great. And yeah, let me know if, if you, you know, when ready for, I'm ready for season two, you know, just give me the for call. Sure. For sure. Maybe, maybe we can recruit your son. I don't know if he's into oh, yeah, it, but let's, let's do six, it. Yeah. six is old enough to talk six, for five, yeah. 10 minutes. Yeah. We can do sneakers. like, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll have some shoes that they can talk yeah, about. Like, hey, that's exactly. know, these are the Michael Jordans that like my dad bought. Like that's what we do. My son would like that because having a younger kid, he could kind of like lead the way and kind of say, yeah. oh yeah, what do you do? We'll, we'll, we'll talk about it, but it'll be Absolutely. fun. And uh, this was fun. So again, uh, appreciate what you do. And um, yeah, thanks again for having me. Awesome. All right. So this is episode 40, guys. Have a good night.